0: Hi, I'm Evan Yaris, Senior Editor for Design World. Welcome to the second in a series of podcasts between National Instruments and Design World. The first podcast in this series was focused on sensors. Today's discussion will focus on DAC hardware. And joining me today is Chris Delvisis from National Instruments Product Marketing. Welcome to the podcast, Chris.
1: Thanks for having me, Evan, and thanks for pronouncing my last name correctly. I tried. <laughs>
0: uh, let's let's start with the basics. If I'm putting together anything but a really simple measurement system, I'm going to need to measure and generate both analog and digital signals. Should I buy single-function, multi-function, or modular DAC devices?
1: That's uh, that's a great question, Evan. So there's a wide range of data acquisition devices on the market today. Um, and you mentioned single-function devices do one thing. You know, they may measure, or generate. A digital or analog signals. Multifunction devices combine multiple types of measurements and signal generations for analog and digital signals into a single device, so the overall cost is usually lower for the user because it combines kind of everything into a single board. And then there's modular uh, DAC devices, like you said, and these consist of a chassis and I.O. modules and these are nice because they give you much more flexibility and scalability so by flexibility I mean you can you can pick exactly the I.O. modules that you need and place them into the chassis Um, and so you can have um, the exact number of channels that you need so if you need only a couple channels and a couple different measurement types you can choose a a chassis that only fits a few modules or if you need many different channels and many different measurement types, you can pick one up to 10 or 15 or 18 um, different slots for modules. So you have a lot more flexibility with a modular system.
0: Something I've wondered about is when does signal conditioning become a real issue? Uh, Is it something I can add on to existing deck devices or is it something I need to get built in to start with?
1: Right, right. And so signal conditioning is very important because Um, Oftentimes the signals coming off of sensors are too difficult or dangerous to measure with a DAC device. So uh, the signal conditioning is the circuitry that essentially conditions the signal into a form that's readable by the DAC device or the analog to digital converter inside of the DAC device. So, for example, if you're measuring a thermocouple, in order for it to accurately be measured, it requires amplification, filtering, and cold junction compensation. So sometimes engineers build their own uh, external circuitry, but most use a pre-built signal conditioning box. And so um, these are offered as external boxes that you wire up to your data acquisition device, or some vendors offer built-in signal conditioning into IO modules for modular systems. So this makes it a lot easier as you don't have to worry about some of that wiring, the hassle of wiring and it's often uh, more accurate.
0: One of the specs when I've looked at deck devices it seems really important is sampling rate. Now, I remember the Nyquist theorem back from the old days in college that said the sampling is twice the highest frequency of the signal. Is that still the rule of thumb for deck devices or do you need to uh, choose some different value.
1: Nyquist is still very important. I mean, it says you should sample at least twice the highest frequency component in order to accurately reconstruct your signal. And so what this does is prevent aliasing. So an alias is a false lower frequency component um, that appears as you sample too low. So basically the signal will look okay, but it's actually at a different and lower frequency when you reconstruct it and see it on your computer screen. So Nyquist is really the minimum amount you should sample. So if you want to better reconstruct the shape of the signal, uh, you should probably sample around 10 times the highest frequency component. So I can give an example, let's say we have a, a 1 kilohertz sine wave. So in order to meet Nyquist, you would sample at 2 kilohertz. When you, when you see that reconstructed signal on your computer, it would actually look like a triangle wave at the same frequency. Um, even though it meets Nyquist, so if you wanted to properly reconstruct the, the shape of that sine wave, you should sample at 10k, and then you would see the nice sinusoidal pattern on your computer screen.
0: Well, how about resolution? It's another thing I've looked at the spec sheets. How do you determine how much resolution is enough, and is more always than better?
1: When you're looking at resolution, you should consider kind of the smallest change in voltage that you need to detect. Um, So it's commonly spec'd on DAC boards as a number of bits, so 16 bits would be a common one. So the way it works is those 16 bits translate to a number of discrete levels that you can represent across the voltage range of the DAC device. So an example would be a DAC device with a plus or minus 10 volt range. Um, So if we had a device with 12 bits of resolution, that would mean there's 4,096 evenly distributed levels across that range, and that would mean a, 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 we could detect a 5 millivolt change. But if we had a, a DAC device with a higher resolution, so 16 bits, that's 65,536 levels we can represent, um, so we could detect a much smaller 300 microvolt change. And so when you're when you're choosing resolution, you know higher is better in in some cases because you can detect that smaller range, but usually it's a trade-off between your sampling rate and resolution. So many times higher resolution devices have slower sampling rates or faster sampling rate devices have lower resolutions.
0: Is accuracy directly related to resolution and uh, how do you determine the absolute accuracy of a measurement system?
1: Absolute uh, accuracy is actually not related to resolution and this is a common misconception by engineers. So uh, resolution is more related to precision and accuracy is more related to the instrument's ability to faithfully indicate a, a signal. So I can use a a dartboard is kind of what I use as a common analogy. So with the dartboard, resolution would be, being able to tell the difference between the entire dartboard or if you had a higher resolution see the difference between the the bullseye and the entire dartboard so the bullseye is obviously more precise so accuracy would be the ability to faithfully and repeatedly hit a certain spot on that dartboard so with a high resolution and, and high accuracy we'd always hit the bullseye of course but with a high resolution and lower accuracy, we may hit, you know, around the bullseye and not exactly on it.
0: Hmm. Sounds like choosing deck equipment is pretty much a matter of knowing what you're measuring and getting equipment that meets that requirement. On all these specs we've talked about, are there anywhere it makes a lot of sense to go ahead and err on the side of getting better than you really need?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it it always uh, depends on your application. Um, And so, it's very important to understand some of the things we've talked to today about and understanding what you're measuring and, you know, what the the sampling rate you need and resolution you need and accuracy you need. And that will help you choose the most cost-effective system for you. And then definitely if you need more flexibility or scalability, uh, you should go with a modular system.
0: Great. Now, does NI have any general information on this website that would help people understand all these issues and how to put together a good measurement system?
1: We do, we do. And the DAC device is just, you know, one component of your measurement system. So uh, we've put together a great document called The Complete Guide to Building a Measurement System. And so it covers everything from choosing the right sensor to computer to the software and even data storage format. And so you can download that for free on our website at ni.com DAC, which is D-A-Q,
0: Well, thanks, Chris. I think you've done a really great job of covering the key points on choosing DAC hardware.
1: Well, thanks for having me.
0: Thanks also to National Instruments. Be sure and come back for our April podcast on choosing the right bus for your measurement systems. It'll be hosted by our managing editor, Leslie Langnow. I'm Evan Yaris with Design World. Thanks again for joining us.